podcast for June 26, 2013. This is Brendan, and today Tom and I are going to be talking about a question that we hear a lot of here at Maluli Asset Management, which is, how much does an investment manager cost? People, people really want to know. They, I think it's something people are confused about. It's probably the number one question that investment advisors get asked because there just seems to be a big secret. And as we were discussing before we even turned on the microphone, it can be intimidating whether you're uh, shopping for insurance or buying a car or working with a broker or investment advisor. A lot of people are a little intimidated because they just don't know how much things really should cost. So I thought we'd take some time today and just answer a couple of basic questions and, and give you a few examples of what we're, what we're talking about. Right. We yeah. don't want people to be intimidated when they're Absolutely. coming to Maluli Asset Management. Absolutely That's not how it should not. be. Right. I mean, it's their money and we want to help them. Uh, and really, it's, I think it's important that everybody understand the transparency of, of how this is all put together. Right. So we're going to talk about the structure of the different fees and costs that are involved when working with either a broker, a financial planner, or an advisor. Yeah. Just and the whole industry, yeah, really. There are some really vast differences in these. You need to know who you're working with. If you're working with a broker at a big brokerage firm, Merrill Lynch, Morgan Stanley, uh, there's others out there. These are uh, the sales force for these big brokerage firms. You are going to be paying a commission for uh, your investments. They may call it other things like a wrap fee or something else, but you're paying a commission. And we're going to talk about wrap fees a little later on. Right. Um, but you need to know that when you're working with a, one of the brokerage firms, that a full-service brokerage firm, you're going to be paying a commission. Then, if you're working with a financial planner uh, or other types of advisors, they are fees plus commissions. And you'll, like I mentioned, you see this a lot with financial planners where you'll be charged a financial planning fee. They'll sit down, they'll come up with a plan for you, and they'll, they'll have some kind of ongoing uh, consultations. But there's also charges, costs of implementing their suggestions. They may recommend putting money into mutual funds or into an annuity. There's certainly going to be some charges that are associated with that. Then you get to investment advisors and uh, Maluli Asset Management is an example of a fee-only investment advisor. We don't charge additional fees. We manage money and there's a quarterly fee and we'll walk through some numbers for that, mm. but that's, that's essentially it. You know, we'll go through some of these details um, you know, moving forward. Okay. And there are always going to be additional charges as well whenever you're making trades or buying or selling any kind of in investment. That's right. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, there's uh, brokerage firm fees, and we talk about financial planning fees, which we mentioned a moment ago, and then there's transaction costs. When you're working with a brokerage firm, and I worked for Morgan Stanley and other brokerage firms for a long time, there's always fees associated with having an account there. That's part of their infrastructure. If you have an IRA, there's going to be an annual fee. If you have other accounts where you have some kind of services going on, there's going to be a cost involved in that. So know that when you're working with a full service firm, you've got commissions, but you're also gonna have some brokerage firm fees. 
Financial planning fees, we briefly touched on a moment ago, you're going to have a financial planning fee, but there may also be a cost to implement those suggestions from the financial planner. Even working with an investment advisor, there's going to be some transaction costs. This is one of the reasons why investment advisors will normally align with a discount brokerage firm like Charles Schwab or TD Ameritrade. Uh, they want to make sure that the transaction costs for their clients are as low as possible. That Remember, the broker is really just making the buy and sell for us on our behalf. We're not getting any kind of advice and we're probably not getting too much service from them. So we want to keep the costs down as low as possible. And so a lot of times advisors will focus on some low cost or no cost mutual funds, uh, some low cost or no cost exchange traded funds. A lot of these brokerage firms are now, they now have lists of ETFs that we can buy or sell without a commission. And so we want to keep the cost for our clients, the transaction costs, as low as possible. Okay, so let's talk about um, fee-only advisor charges. Like, can you give us an example of that? Yeah, let's walk through some, some numbers. And that's something else as long as we're, <clears throat> we're talking about this. The, uh, a lot of times people think that working with an investment advisor, you, know, you gotta have big bucks. Yes, yeah, it's really only designed for the very wealthy. I, I totally disagree. Uh, if your money's important to you, come talk to us and we'll be happy to, to help you out. But here's an example on the board where you've got an account value today, that say it's $80,000, and the annual fee from your investment advisor is 1% per year. Well, your annual fee should be around $800. If we're billing this account today, if the annual fee is $800, we simply divide that number by four, your, your quarterly fee for this quarter upcoming, $200. Now let's fast forward three months and go to the next quarter. Let's say the account grew by 5% and that 80,000 is now worth 84,000. Again, the annual fee is 1% per year. Do the math and we get $840. Then we take that 840 divided by four, we get a quarterly fee of 210. So you can see how it's not a fixed, it's a fixed rate, but it's not a fixed fee. The fee, the actual dollar amount is going to go up and down based on the value of the account. Right, which puts your advisor on the same side as you. We really like that approach mm. and that's that's a really big deal. When, when clients lose money, our fees go down. When clients are making money, we make money right alongside them. It puts us on the same side of the table as the client. So what we really want to do is can be continually growing their pile of assets and avoid the big hit. It's bad for our business. It's certainly bad for the clients. So we really don't want to be sticking our neck out taking big risks. Right. So let's talk about our fees here at Maluli Asset Management. Well, very briefly, uh, a lot of our competitors will charge 2% based on the value of the account per year. Some are a little less. At Maluli Asset Management, our fees start at 1% and they go down from there based on the value of the account. You can, you can certainly contact us for a fee schedule where we'll outline all the details for you. But the main thing to know is we charge the maximum you're going to be charged is 1% per year and it goes down from there. Right. And I think we wanted to talk about fees and income taxes, right? 
Yeah, there's a lot of confusion about that. What I tell my clients is uh, at the end of the year, make sure you turn over your invoices, those quarterly invoices that we send out. Make sure you turn them over to your tax preparer. Uh, in many cases, what you're paying for are cons from us are considered fees for investment advice. And so in many cases, you can submit them as a miscellaneous itemized deduction. So a lot of times you're going to find uh, situations where you can actually get a break by working with an investment advisor because you're paying for investment advice. Now the transaction costs, the costs that we have at uh, TD Ameritrade or Charles Schwab, you can't write them off. Those are commissions to buy or sell. Likewise, if you're working with Merrill Lynch and you're paying bigger commissions, uh, you can't write them off either. And one of the other things that we mentioned earlier in the in the presentation was about wrap fees. These brokerage firms have put together this program called uh, a wrap fee. And what they've done is they say, all right, we're going to charge you, instead of charging you a commission every time we're buying and selling, what we're going to do is we're going to charge 2% per year. And as far as I can tell, all the fees are more than what you would pay with a firm like Maluli Asset Management. But let's say you're paying 2% per year they do the math and figure out each quarter you're going to be assessed 2% based and, and divided into a quarterly number. But read the fine print. These wrap fee programs are not fees for investment advice. They are fees in place of or in lieu of commissions. There's a huge, huge difference. Now, whenever we talk about buying or selling in these presentations, you need to know that none of the securities that we mention in our podcasts or videos represent a past specific recommendation of Maluli Asset Management. And this presentation is not a recommendation to buy or sell any kind of securities that are mentioned here. And more importantly, if you're relying on a podcast for investment advice, we think you might be making a big mistake. And so we strongly urge our listeners to consult with their investment advisor before they make a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment. Now, if you don't have an investment advisor, we'd be happy to help you out. You can reach us by phone at 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at maluli.net. Okay, that's all we have for this week. Hopefully you uh, better understand now how much an investment manager costs and we'll be back next week with a new topic for you. Thanks for listening.